0: Thank you for listening to this podcast one Sportsnet production available on Apple podcasts and podcast one. Okay. This is just a 30 second commercial and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please, please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company that has been offering you great rates and great service for 75 years. It's Geico. I've been using it for a long time myself. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their training specialists 24 seven, no recordings. The company is, Geico. Go to Geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, but I've been a fan and a customer of Geico for a long time. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out. Napa know
1: how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20.
2: By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today.
3: Broadcasting from the mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Ah, welcome to the program. It's the game nobody wants to play in, but everybody wants to be on the roster. It's the Pro Bowl, and it feels like we focus on who got snubbed, not who got in. Everybody on the Ravens got in, just about everybody it feels like. Uh, NFL best 12 Pro Bowl selections leading the way, of course, this year's MVP, Lamar Jackson. We were going to do Know Your Ravens because I'm not quite sure all of these players on the Ravens, but uh, there's 12 of them. There's some special teams guys got in. Now, I expect Justin Tucker to get in. He's the Hall of Famer, Lamar Jackson. Mark Ingram was a, was a nice pick there because if you look at the running backs in the AFC, Nick Chubb has had a really good year. Uh, Josh Jacobs to the Raiders, I thought, would maybe get a chance. But I just think the Ravens playing so well. And I don't know how much the voters factor in the team's record. Because if I look at Dak Prescott, he's had a great year. He's had a really good year. And I think he's had a better year, more deserving year than Drew Brees. But the Saints are the, the second favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. Aaron Rodgers has the Packers playing at a high level. And maybe they could, uh, you know, secure the uh, top seed. But Dak Prescott deserves to be in there over Drew Brees if you're looking at the totality of the season, in my opinion. I know you cringe, McLovin, but...
4: The- What's if they aren't beating good teams? It's, it, they, I mean, just as you said, it's the record.
3: It, it, okay, how much is record? How much of it is stats? Because well, Brees, when he's in, his stats are great. Yeah, but Brees missed what... Five games, and they won all five? Like, Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. Did they lose? I don't... I don't. I don't so we st- were just
4: lauding Drew Brees for his incredible stats last year and saying that when he lost, you know, he had a bunch of losing seasons, and we didn't count that against him. So, I'm just well, confused. When well, is a win-loss record? Well, when no, is a I, stats?
3: But I'm not bringing up... If you want to go back and reminisce over Drew Brees and you know, Pro Bowl snubs because the Saints didn't have a winning record, we can... I'm just talking about Dak Prescott right now.
4: It's all tied in. It's the way we evaluate quarterbacks. There's no one criteria. I feel like
3: it's it's very hard to determine. Well, I do have to factor in victories because Jameis Winston statistically has had an unbelievable year, but the team isn't good. They're average. Well, Aaron
4: Rodgers is having one of his worst seasons, but it's in a, it's helping the team in a way. He's slowing the tempo of
3: the game. But but that it feels like Dallas has relied on Dak Prescott more than the Saints have with Drew Brees and the Packers have with Aaron Rodgers. Now, you can say that's a faulty game plan, and maybe that's why that they're struggling to win the NFC East. But if you're looking at a snub at the skill position players, I would look at Dak Prescott and say he deserves to be in there over Drew Brees. Brees didn't play an entire season, and they won when he wasn't in there. But Dallas has struggled to win... You know, they have Philadelphia coming up this weekend. I'm looking at the current seeds right now in the NFC. So Seattle has Arizona and San Francisco. They're at 11-3. Green Bay, 11-3 at Minnesota, at Detroit. So no gimmies there. New Orleans, 11-3 at Tennessee, and then at Carolina. Dallas and Philadelphia in the uh, four spot. San Francisco, the five seed right now has the Rams and then at Seattle. I don't know what Rams team shows up here, uh, but then you're going to have that final game of the regular season at Seattle, and it could be for the number one seed or the number five seed. How incredible would that be? Vikings, uh, the sixth seed right now, 10-4. and they got Green Bay and Chicago. They host both of those. You would think, you know, Seattle does have two home games. Green Bay has two road games, and New Orleans has two road games. At Tennessee will be tough. Uh, just the way they grind it out, they run the football, and uh, defense is good. And then they're at Carolina, and who knows what you get when you go to Carolina. Uh, welcome to the program, Hour 2. We spent some time in the first hour. We talked to Michael Irvin, the playmaker. And, uh, you know, I, I talked about this a little bit. And maybe because I, I like Lamar Jackson personally. I like his story that this backlash now, people are just waiting for him, it feels like, to fail. Just so they can say, I told you so. And I think people do that a lot, certainly at the quarterbacking position. Baker Mayfield, they waited, and they got what they were looking for. But I, I, I just can't sell my stock in Baker Mayfield this soon. I, I saw enough uh, that would make me want to stay. I didn't see enough where I said, I'm going to jump off the bandwagon here. Close. But if I'm Baker Mayfield, and and he reached out and said, "Hey, give me some advice on dealing with the media and you know dealing with uh, off the field stuff," shut it down. Go Andrew Luck. When Andrew Luck got drafted, he didn't do any advertising, no commercials, nothing, nothing. Just get to the postseason. And if you want to, you know, open up a little bit there, then fine. Shut it down. Don't do any commercials. Don't do. Don't say anything. Just go quietly into the offseason and then try to regroup here. But what was really disturbing, that's why when, you know, the Browns say that it looks like unless there's a catastrophic collapse here, which I think there already has been, that they're bringing back Freddie Kitchens. Well, if you have players reportedly saying to the opposition during a game, hey, trade for me, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a real problem. And if they want to keep Freddie Kitchens, you know, I don't want to see somebody get fired. But I wouldn't have hired him in the first place. Because it's hard enough to do it. And just because you're a good offensive-minded, you know, assistant coach doesn't mean you're a head coach. Some guys are built to be a head coach. Some guys aren't. And Freddie Kitchens, you you need more experience here. And certainly with that environment, it became toxic. And it still is. By the way, Jerry Jones was doing his uh, usual pit stop on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Every week he's there. And I don't know if he did this interview after we had Troy Aikman on. I'm guessing he, he did this on Tuesday since we had T. Roy on on Monday. But Jerry Jones believes that Troy Aikman would copy him. Everything he was up till then, he emptied the bucket that day, just like I did, to become a Cowboy. Now, I would wager that if he did that to buy the team, he would do it exactly like I do it. I would wager that because uh, you just want to ultimately, with that much on the line and that much at stake, you want to break any ties and make the calls. Okay, so what he's talking about is if Troy had bought the Cowboys, would he be as involved as Jerry Jones is? But it's different for Troy because he played the position at a high level. He's a Hall of Famer. Jerry Jerry played in college. He was a lineman. You know, Troy, it feels like, would have a little more room for input there than Jerry does. Yes, point.
0: There's about a dozen articles you could find today that say Cowboys owner Jerry Jones responds to Troy Aikman's criticism. Troy was not criticizing him. He was just showing the structure of the Cowboys and why he wouldn't want to work for the Cowboys. Because he can't be the GM of the Cowboys. Because they already have one. He was saying that under that structure with Jerry Jones, I wouldn't want to work there because I wouldn't be in charge. Any other team, I would be in charge. He wasn't critiquing the structure. He was just explaining the structure and why he wouldn't want to work there. Yeah. It wasn't, he said it 10 times. I'm not, not critiquing. It's, worked. it's working now.
3: Yeah, I think people want this to be a hot take because it's the Cowboys and it's all Troy criticizing Jerry Jones. I even said that. Boy, it feels like you know people wanted to run with this. Troy criticizing Jerry Jones. And he said, no, I'm not. I'm just stating what 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 it is, what the environment is there in Dallas. And you don't want to go into that front office knowing that it's a puppet government, that Jerry is still, like, you're led to believe you're in charge until you realize you're not in charge. Yeah, Paul.
0: Yeah, people make fun of Jerry Jones. He took Jalen Smith out of Notre Dame when nobody wanted him and was patient. That guy, became, he's a pro bowler, all pro. He took uh, Dak Prescott out of Mississippi State who was a running quarterback who threw a little bit, and he got basically Dak Prescott for free for four years. He took uh, Zeke Elliott when a lot of people wanted him to pass and take another position. He's having some really good draft picks in the past seven
3: years. Yeah, I want to know because he wanted to take Johnny Manzo. He wanted to take Connor Cook out of Michigan State and ended up with Dak Prescott because the Raiders, I think, took Connor Cook. So he's accidentally stumbled into some nice draft picks. Jalen Smith out of Notre Dame where people thought that he probably wouldn't be able to play in the NFL. That was a very wise choice that they got. Uh, so he's, he's made decisions. You know, we we still don't know if the trade that they had with the Raiders is is truly going to work out. I mean, it, it, it looks good now, but is, is Amari Cooper going to be there next year? And if he's not, then was that a great deal? And the answer is no. Because you gave up a first-round pick, you know, to the Raiders there. Yes, McLovin.
4: You're right. You forget that those guys aren't signed yet. You know, it's not yeah. like we talked about that a lot. That's a problem, but. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, it's hurt that Vanderesh has been hurt, too. He's yeah. such a good player. But
3: Him and Sean Lee, it feels like. Sean Lee was yeah. Vanderesh before Vanderesh, and now Vanderesh has become Sean Lee and getting injured as well. They're, they're both, when they play well, they play at a really high level, but you can't count on them. But Dallas does have, you have enough offense to be dangerous in the postseason. You do. I'm just surprised that now you understand your offensive philosophy. Like, how does this get to the point where Sean McVay goes, man, I'm an idiot. What was I thinking? I didn't use Todd Gurley. Well, we know what you were thinking. It's called load management. You tried to get by the first half of the season by not using Todd as much as you did the previous year. I understood it. And then you start to use him, and then people go, man, why weren't you using him before? Well, he doesn't want to say it's load management. He just was like, oh, what was I thinking? I don't know. So you start to go, okay, what is our philosophy? The Cowboys, I remember the show that I said it where I go, are the Cowboys now Dak's team? Because I always thought that you had Zeke in that offensive line, run the football, then you have play action, you let Dak Prescott come up with some big plays. I I don't think he's a 35 passes a game guy. All of these younger quarterbacks go, man, I want to be like Mahomes. Well, good luck with that because there's only one Mahomes here. He's the one that's able to throw 35 times, and and that's a positive thing. Kansas City would love to have a running game, a, a sustainable running game, because it would make the defense better because, you know, that offense can be so prolific that they can score in three minutes, four minutes. You need a seven-minute, eight-minute drive. That's that's why the Ravens, to me, have become so dangerous. They have those long drives. They're not getting the big play as much as they're getting a lot of really good little plays. And when you do that, your defense stays off the field. When Dallas went, what, 13-3? and Their time of possession and running the football, they were probably one of the top teams in the NFL, and they kept that defense. That wasn't great, but it was good enough, and it just makes you a whole lot better. And as you get to the postseason, you know that that's where I look at the Patriots, and I go, they got a defense here. Can you have any sustainable drives where you keep that defense off the field, and then when they do get on, they make big plays? Is Stephon Gilmore the the obvious defensive player of the year? Is there anybody else? Because I wondered about that the other day on Monday, and I had people say, are you crazy? It's Stephon Gilmore, and no one else is close. And I went, okay. Because like I said, you know, I'd like for him to have close to 10 interceptions maybe, if we're – maybe I'm, I'm too stats-driven with this. Yeah, McLeod. I've seen a lot of guys mentioned. I, I Well, you said T.J. Watt
4: the other day. Yeah, but – This guy, Shaq Barrett with the Bucks. Shaq
3: Barrett's late. been uh, he's – he's been great. But the Bucks like, how much does records factor into this? And I don't know if it did that with J.J. Watt, you know, because what were they, always 9-7, and seven, maybe a 10-6 and six in there. But th- does that matter if, you know, the Patriots are going to have, what, 12-13 wins?
4: Uh, what well, not there another, early in the season, didn't we say there were Kyle Van Noy and Devin McCourty? So it's like, part of it's like the Patriots as a whole are so good. Yeah, but I agree that Gilmore is the guy.
3: Because he's the best, he's considered the best defensive back in the game. Best corner, which is really important to have that guy. But I, I don't know if Stefan Gilmore is the runaway winner. Maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, Paul.
0: It does feel like like, like Gilmore has peaked at the position, and he deserves it. It's like you you get one every career when you peak the position, when everyone says, you're the best cornerback in the league, you deserve one. Marcus Peters a couple years ago felt like that. But how many defensive backs win Defensive Player of the Year? How many corners
3: have won Defensive Player of the Year? It's always Watt and Donald. Yeah, but in the last 30 years, has a cornerback, like did Revis? I think Revis won one, didn't
0: didn't he? He probably should have. Did Deion win one? I'm not sure. Yeah, Paul. The last defensive back was Troy Palomalo in 2010. Uh, I got, But he wasn't a true corner. No. If you want to go cornerback, I got a bunch of safeties. Cornerback, I got Dion Sanders in 94, Rod Woodson in 94. Okay. Right. Otherwise, a, a few safeties like Ed Reed, Bob Sanders.
4: So, Revis not on that list, huh? Nope. Uh, by the way, Aaron, uh, I thought i come the list. Gilmore 1, Watt 2, Donald 3, Cam Jordan 4. Dedarius Smith, uh, the Packers, the guy they got from the Ravens, five. Shaq Barrett, six. Daniil Hunter,
3: seven. Okay. That's
4: Peter Traeger's guy. He's on a Vikings defensive end, Daniil Hunter
3: tear. No, he's been great. He's a sack machine. Um, You know, maybe maybe Hayward. Uh, He's had a good year. I think, you know, now that we say it, Gilmore really is close to his receiver
4: at all times. It's weird.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Anthony Davis set to join us on loan from the Lakers, who lost last night in Indiana. they got the Bucks coming up on Thursday night, so we'll uh, talk to the Lakers' power forward. Also, Todd McShay has his latest mock draft. We'll talk to him as well coming up later on. It's coming up on 17 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
5: Support for the Dan Patrick Show podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home is so much more than a house. It's your own little slice of heaven. That's why, when you find the perfect place for you and your family, getting a mortgage shouldn't get in the way. Imagine how it feels to have an award-winning team by our side through every step of this process. It's awesome. Exactly what you get with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Their team of mortgage experts obsessed with finding a better way, which means that their number one goal, make home buying process smoother for you. With industry-leading online lending technology, developed in the heart of Detroit, Rocket Mortgage is changing the game. It's an award-winning client service and support every step of the way. Quicken Loans has helped millions of Americans achieve their dream of home ownership, and they're going to help you. Visit rocketmortgage.com slash Take the first step toward the home of your dreams. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Push button. Get mortgage.
1: Napa No How. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott Racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts? Helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa
2: know-how.
1: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. While supplies last. Offer ends 3:31:20.
3: Lakers lost to the Pacers last night. They got Milwaukee coming up in Milwaukee on Thursday night. As we bring in Anthony Davis, the Lakers power forward, six-time NBA All-Star, joining us on behalf of Mobile One and their sweepstakes, which we'll talk about in a moment. Good morning, Anthony. What was your second best sport in high school?
6: Good morning. Uh, I didn't have a second best sport. I only played basketball.
3: But as a little kid, did you play baseball, football?
6: Nah I, I didn't. I wanted to play baseball because so my dad played baseball. But I remember we were playing catch one day, and he he threw the ball. And he told me to put his glove like, right in front of my face. You know, he threw the ball. It, like missed my glove. and hit me in the mouth, and it was over <laughs> yeah. after that.
3: I've also wondered that I think you were 6'2", 6'1 as a sophomore, and then you grew to 6'10 as a senior. But because you had that – time period where you had to learn how to dribble the ball if you're that small that short as a guard how much like you look back on that how important was that that you did have that time where you had to learn how to dribble a ball like a point guard
6: that was very important because um i wouldn't be the player i am today so um having that skill set um, when i was in high school you know freshman sophomore year um kind of carried over until um, my game, you know, kind of in college and um, especially in the NBA. So I think it, it was it was very important, you know, throughout my throughout my career.
3: Who was the best player you played against in high school?
6: Uh, best player, probably at that time. I didn't go to a big high school, uh, and we didn't play any like top teams. So um, in in season. Uh, outside the AAU circuit because uh, I played against everybody, you know, Michael Gay Kilcrest, Bradley Bill, all those guys. Um, and and season was probably Jaleel Okafor, to be honest. Okay. All right.
3: So, when did you know you could play? Like, when did you know you could be great?
6: Uh, I think my senior year, honestly. Um, honestly, I always had the, the, the mindset, like, oh, I want to go to the NBA, I want to go to the NBA, but I never knew um, that I can be, like, really good. Um, until my senior year, when I, I had a growth spurt, um, and then you know everyone started talking about me, and then I end up becoming you know number one player in the country, and that's when I knew um, I could be I could do something special.
3: I know you went to Michael Jordan's basketball camp. Uh, have you had a conversation with Michael? Being a Bulls fan growing up,
6: uh, I didn't. Uh, I think the only time I talked to Michael was. At his uh, at his camp, I think that was it. Um, and he he came and spoke to the group, and then uh, you know had a couple conversations here and there with, with some of the players. But that was the only time I had like a a real you know conversation with him.
3: Wait, but but you didn't get a chance to ask him a question. Did he just say anybody got questions? Did you raise your hand? Yeah.
6: Did raise my hand. You know, you don't want to be the first guy to raise your hand, <laughs> hand and ask a question. So I, uh, I well, didn't wait a minute,
3: Anthony. What would you have asked Michael Jordan?
6: I, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I would ask him. Um, but I, I regret. It. I, I knew I should have asked the question. But you know, you didn't want to be that first guy. Uh, and then it was late when it, when the camp was over. So you know, guys really wanted to you know go back to the rooms and go to sleep and eat. So. Yeah, uh, you ask a question, the guys looking at you like, "Why are you asking a question? We're ready to go. is like, so I was kind of nervous. Uh,
3: when's the last time you swapped jerseys with somebody?
6: Uh, I just swapped jerseys with uh, Drew Holiday in New Orleans. I think that was the last time I, I, I've done it. I did it this this year with uh, with Drew.
3: How many jerseys do you have
6: from other players? Yeah. Uh, have a ton I have a ton um
3: do you have a man cave
6: I I sort of like I kind of do but I kind of don't um I the next house I get I have to that's that's like one thing I have and that's why I'm collecting the jerseys put them in a in a frame and um hang them hang them up everywhere so um that's that's really why I want a man cave does LeBron
3: have a man cave
6: I'm not sure I'm not sure he does. well, you uh, went to the I house for Taco point.
3: Tuesday, so yeah.
6: But I, I and I don't remember. I don't. I don't even know the Le, like LeBron collect jerseys. I don't think he get jerseys from anyone else. Did you get one I'm from him? I'm going to get one. I'm <laughs> get I haven't yet. I haven't yet. So um, I'm going to get a couple of them.
3: And you know what the trick is? You always have somebody ask for you. You know, get a
6: ball uh, boy, right? No, with, with, yeah, yeah, you do. But with him, I, I'm, I'm going straight to the source. Okay, all right. I'm going straight to the source on that one.
3: Uh, Anthony Davis, the Lakers, power forward, six-time NBA All-Star joining us on behalf of uh, Mobile One, Mobile One sweepstakes. Uh How would you rank your uh, acting skills in the Mobile One commercial?
6: <laughs> uh, I think I've done a great job. I mean, you know, the commercial that we've done, uh, what that I've done with mobile one has been great. Uh so I think I think uh I think I'll I'd give it, you know, eight, eight and a half. Oh. Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty good. And
3: and then you're in uh, Space Jams too, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. How big a role do you have?
6: Uh the eighth, eighth biggest eighth biggest role. So
3: um Who's got the second biggest role behind LeBron?
6: Uh, I can't remember. I know it's him and his, like, the, the characters that play, what well, actors and actors that play his family, but um, I know he told me I was eight. Now, I'm not sure if he was saying that to make me more excited to be in the film or, or what, but I'm going to go with his word. Uh,
3: Anthony's joining us on behalf of uh, the launch of the $250,000 Mobile One sweepstakes. So if he has five or more points, gets five or more rebounds, has five or more assists, five or more blocks or five or more steals in a single game over a ten game stretch. One lucky fan will get two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. this uh fans can register from now uh, december eighteenth until january fifteenth at mobile one slash on the
6: line. How did I do with that? Yes, and, I, and I good and I have to I have to get all so I have to get five or more points, rebounds, assists, steals and, and blocks. Oh, oh yeah. Well it makes it tougher.
3: Who's the yeah. best best player you played against this year?
6: This year? Yeah. Um short season. You know, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna count anyone yet just because of the fact that it, it's early. You know, guys starting to find a rhythm now, you know, start guys are definitely starting to get in the group and we haven't played everyone yet. So uh, we haven't played, you know, the Rockets who, you know, James is averaging a hundred points a game. Um so we haven't played everyone yet. Um for, for an answer yet.
3: Do you think James Harden's going to score 70 or 80 in a game? For some... sure. Really?
6: <laughs> for sure. I mean, the, the things he has to do on the basketball floor, um, it's, it's, it's unreal. Um, we haven't seen anyone um, like it. You know, get to the free throw line at ease, His uh, step back, um, he's able to pass. So I think, I think it's, it's definitely coming.
3: Wouldn't you love to do that where you just know that That LeBron is going to say to you, "Hey, I want you to go out and I want you to take 45 shots. Like just a fun game. How do you think you could do?
6: Oh, 45 shots. I think I could probably get you, you know, 80. 80? Yeah. What's the most you ever scored in a game? The most I ever scored is 59.
3: Oh, and you could get 70. (laughs) You can yeah. mobile. One will love that. No, no. Then you'd only yeah, be getting like, just scoring. You know, you got to get everything yeah. else there.
6: Yeah, I had to get everything else. Yeah.
3: But wouldn't you rather have a great block than a great dunk?
6: Um, I think it depends on like was late game. You know, if we need a stop. Then yeah. you know, I'm taking the, I'm taking the block. But it was early in the game. we were trying to get the crowd into it. You know, I think I think the dunker the dunker do it, but. Um, Me personally, just being the type of player I am who's defensive-minded, I think that block um, is is better than that dunk. Now, if you're dunking on someone, then I'll take that over the block. But just a regular dunk over a block, I have to take the block.
3: Who have you posterized? Like your favorite one.
6: My favorite one? I think I was my second year in the league. I think it was Glenn Davis. That was like my first poster ever. (laughs) And it was like, I, was so, and, I and I watched, and I was so young, I had no facial hair, I had no, my hair was real <laughs> low, skinny, so um, it was, I barely got off the ground, <laughs> what, you know, Glenn Davis couldn't get off the ground either. I, so, I was going
3: to say, uh, Anthony, he, he can't <laughs> jump, he jumps like I do, that doesn't really count <laughs> as a poster.
6: Yeah, so, uh,
3: did you, that, was, that
6: you, was one of the good ones. You didn't get LeBron, did you? Um. No, I never got LeBron, LeBron never got me. Another good one I had was uh, against uh, the Knicks uh, a couple years ago uh, with uh, Ron Baker.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't count either. Ron Baker, jumped. he plays like I do. <laughs> Come on. I, I'm talking about dunking on, you know, like Dwight Howard or somebody like that.
6: Uh, never, never got Dwight. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll get one for you this year. All
3: right, that's, how about are you playing Thursday night against the Greek Freak?
6: Uh, hopefully that's the, that's the plan. Um, see how the angle feels, and and hopefully I'm able to just put up and play.
3: I'll give you a couple of Mobile One plugs if you if you dunk uh, if you posterize the Greek freak.
6: <laughs> I'll try to.
3: <laughs> Anthony, uh, good luck with Mobile One. It sounds like an interesting uh, sweepstakes here. Uh, fans can uh, register from December 18th until January 15th at Mobile One. Us slash on the line. And good luck with that, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you on Thursday night. Thank you. That's Anthony Davis. He's a native of the south side of Chicago, there. That's good. Entertaining. Although, I tuned in last night, and all of a sudden, you know, because I knew we were having Anthony Davis on today. So I'm like, all right, let me see. Uh, let to see how he's doing. I tune into the game. It's right before the game. They go, and uh, once again, the Lakers are going to have to find uh, somebody to pick up the slack for Anthony Davis not playing. I go, what? Come on. And then I thought maybe he's just resting for our interview. Oh, that's a compliment. Yeah, that they thought maybe we could sort of mail it in against the Pacers. The the Pacers, when they get Victor Oladipo back, man, they're going to be a real, they're going to be fun. No, I shouldn't say that. My Pacers. They're going to be a a good team bordering on a very good team. I I, I think so. They got a they got a deep they got a, a good team. It's a nice team. Oladipo comes back, but he's not gonna be back till what February, I think. Wasn't he the masked singer? Really? I think so. You're right about that. Can somebody help me out with the masked singer? I don't get it. I mean I I, I get the premise of what they're doing here. But the judges act as if they've just seen like the shroud of Turin. Like they're just when, when they start to take off the mask and then they get closer and then they're like, no. And then you're going, wait a minute. It's like, you know, who, why get, why are you so excited? But there's something about this. And I think this came from a Japanese game show, which a lot of our game shows are, do come from other countries in particular, Japan. But when I watch the judges, who, Jenny McCarthy? Good God. She wasn't this uh, excited on her honeymoon night. She'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, no. And you're going, it's, it's just a masked singer here.
4: Yes, McCarthy. It's Paul Schaefer. It's not like. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, they're making it
3: sound like, Good. God, oh, my, this is the biggest star. Like like it's Adele or something. You know, it's Beyonce. And you're going, really? Yeah, McClellan. My kids love it. Well, because they wear weird outfits. I don't think your, your daughters know who Victor Oladipo is. Oh,
0: they've loved him since his Indiana
3: days. Are you? They loved him in Orlando when he's with the Magic. But it's so dumb, too, because they get, they
4: keep guessing. And it's like, well, that voice sounds like Patti LaBelle. I'm like, there's no way you knew that was Patti. Like,
3: I know. It, it lasts for days. I don't get it. There are certain shows that I just don't get.
4: Well, do you like the voice? And
3: audio? I love the voice from the beginning. Okay, I remember talking to an NBC executive, and I think they had, didn't they have the? Uh, it was a show about flight attendants, and it did. It uh, Leanne Rimes' husband was the star of that. I I forget what it was called. It didn't last long. Wait, Leanne
7: Rimes' husband. Yeah,
3: what's his name? The, the good-looking dude. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> Google Leanne Rhymes. Yes, Todd.
5: Pan Am is that what
3: Yes, talking? and I remember they thought that that was going to be a, a big show. I said the Voice is going to be the the big show. The Voice was great. I watched the Voice the first couple of years. I watched it every week. I thought it was really well done. Yes, Todd.
5: I think it turned into Pan Am. They Okay, uh, I see
3: what you did with that. It, there Kirk was no wings. Sure. That's for sure. I loved wings. Mm. Remember wings? Wings was a great show. That that was a uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. That was a fun and, – and isn't that airport
0: on the Cape? It was like Narragansett or Cape Cod or something like that? I think like it Cape Cod.
3: But, uh, yeah, Wings, which probably doesn't ring a bell with our audience here, but it was still a very good show. Where was I? Oh, the Masked Nantucket. Singer. Nantucket. Oh, Nantucket. Yeah, okay. where it was, was Nantucket. Yeah. Uh, the Masked Singer, I don't get. And then Victor Oladipo, I think, was one of the Masked Singers there. Did he? Did he win something? Or he was just on the Masked Singer. I don't think
4: you win. You're just sort of on it. You get to be on Masked. Wait, how about Dancing with the Stars? You ever been asked? I know you I think you've told us that.
3: I was. Uh, Kenny Mayne ended up doing it. Okay. I didn't think with my knees and really my talent, lack thereof, anybody wanted to see me dance. And I like to dance the forbidden dance, and that's the problem. That's all I wanted to dance. I'll be <laughs> on. Can I dance? The Forbidden Dance. Yes, Paul.
0: Who would be the NFL equivalent of Victor Oladipo appearing on The Masked Singer? Like a good player, but definitely not a household name to non-sports fans. Like... Well, there's probably a a hundred of them. But like Kirk Cousins... If you know football, you know who Kirk Cousins is. But if you don't watch football, there's no way you know his name.
3: Is Victor Oladipo the Kirk Cousins of the NBA?
0: Likeable, good at his job, not a superstar.
3: But he's good at night. Where's Kirk D. Cousins hasn't been graded nine. See what I did with that? A little delayed reaction there on the other side. Hello.
5: Yes, Todd. I'm gonna say if like Zach Ertz was dressed up in some kind of outfit singing, that that's kind of middle okay. the road acceptable, respectable player, but not oh my god, Zach Ertz. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't do a quarterback. They they have a little too many there are only thirty two of them on the planet. I think that, So if Mark
3: Ingram was the masked yeah. singer. Zach Ertz and Mark Ingram, yeah. Go. You could do that.
4: Actually, they're not as good as Oladipo, though, are they? Or, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying.
3: He's a pretty good player. Oladipo plays at a pretty high level. But no, I'm saying he's a little bit better than Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, there, is there another? Is there any other show where you just go, I don't get it? Aside from this one. But the Masked Singer is one that always drives me crazy. And it's only because Ken Jong will be
5: like, can you? Oh, my God. Raven Simone is the Black Widow. <laughs> I don't get Bob Hart's Abbey Shola. I don't know if that fits it. if it's going to be a reality show. It's what like, is it? There's a, there's a show called Bob Hart's Abbey Shola on CBS. That's a show I don't get. That's constantly promoted throughout the oh. NFL games. Yeah. I don't
4: know if I, that, I know that show. That's a newer show about this guy. It's about this relationship. This guy meets a woman. Wow, and Bob Hart's in it. That's weird. No, no, Bob
3: that's like like a, loves. That's like everyone. Oh, oh it's it's Bob Lo- Okay, Okay. That, but, but it's called uh, Bob oh,
4: oh,
5: Hart's Abby Shola. That's oh, that's
3: yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Wasn't that guy? He was from Mike and Molly.
5: Yes, that's exactly who that was. Yeah.
3: Bob Hart's Abby Shola. <laughs> yeah. The way it, Todd said it, it sounded like some
4: Hebrew God, saying. I, yeah. I could not understand <laughs> what he was saying.
3: <laughs> like going to Temple. Yeah, Bob, <laughs> Bob Hart goes to Temple. Abby Shola, yeah. I thought he said. <laughs> like yeah. that, that doesn't sound like a fun show on CBS. And our Sunday night lineup is... It's
7: like King of Queens,
3: except different. <laughs> <laughs> and We'd always have the fat guy with the beautiful girl. Right. Like all those Honey sitcoms.
5: King yeah. of
0: Queens. Yeah. I know. Fat guy, and then you'd have the beautiful uh, wife. Yes, both. Yeah, if you want to overachieve, be on a CBS sitcom. You're, you're working out like a Jiffy Lou, but you're dating Heather Lockman. Yeah.
3: <laughs> is there any other show that drives you crazy? Now, I've never watched CSI... And I've never watched NCIS, and I, I I can't tell them apart. So how about
4: Chicago? Every municipal like no. Chicago garbage <laughs> company, Chicago fire company, Chicago waste management is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
7: that's the new city. All the rage. Yeah, yeah. Chicago
4: fire. One popular show at our household, Ellen's Game of Games, and I know you're into it. I did watch
3: it. It was it was poorly edited, but I I did. That's what bothered you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I am a stickler though, Paulie.
0: The lighting was a uh, haphazard. Yeah,
3: no, it, what was the, yeah, there's another one. Like Nick Cannon. I don't get Nick Cannon as the host. Are you, do you have picking know, I, sides I, on I, the I, M&M I,
0: Nick Cannon? I, I don't want to get him? into
3: that beef, but my money would be on m M&M m if it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, he's got the turban on. Like, I don't know who said, hey, I got it. Here's your signature. Turban. Oh. Yeah. Yes, two.
5: Jeff Foxworthy and Wayne Brady fall into that category for me, too. Like, they're constantly on things, and I'm like, why? I don't, I don't get Wayne the Brady's just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But he's as far nice as guys. I guess, it's not like a must-tune-in. Oh, this guy's going to crack me up now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Wayne Brady, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-Wayne Brady. Remember he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway for a while? Yeah. The improv show with Drew Carey. I, I, I think he's got some skills. He's nice. He's just not. His appearance on the Chappelle show is the greatest thing he's ever going to do in his life. That's probably true. All right, we'll take
3: a break here. By the way, this program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way, the all-new GT Ford Coupe, because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews this week from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the Dan Patrick Show app, watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. We're back after this with the Danettes airing their grievances for 2019. They each get three grievances, apparently, and they will reveal those next.
0: This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus or text Bet Now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things UFC, FC betonline.ag has you covered visit betonline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code podcast one betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts
5: hey listeners just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast we certainly couldn't do it without either of you and i wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast podcastone.com clicking on the support this podcast button and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show.
1: Napa know how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know how. At participating Napa auto parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends three thirty one twenty.
3: Danette started the show, started the day, saying, uh, we got some grievances we want to air. I said, tell, tell it to management. They go, no, no, we got some grievances we want to talk about on the show. And I go, all right, how many grievances per Danette? You get three grievances. Unless they're really good, then I give you an extra bonus grievance that you can air. Paulie, I'll start with you. Your grievances for 2019. Now, does this have to do with me or the show? No, it's just life, I think. Oh, oh, It could okay.
0: be any, any topic.
3: Oh, I thought it was going to be one of those Todd suggestion box things where he wants to
0: have <laughs> a, air grievances. Okay. This is a very uh, suburban dad one. People that blow stop signs and don't use turn signals. They're usually the same people. But I understand you kind of pause at a stop sign and maybe don't come to a complete stop but when you don't even slow the car down and you just blow through it in a neighborhood with children, I, I think I'm going to act this year. I think I'm going to act out on this, and it's going to be bad. I think the next person who blows my stop sign is going to be accosted. Okay. I just want to let you know if you have to bail me out. Okay. Um, the overuse of exclamation points on social media. Uh, a lot of people on different levels of social media, when, uh, my, my seven-year-old just got a B in science, and – Congratulations with eight question marks. And then the next one has to have nine question marks. Oh, no, exclamation points. Exclamation points, yeah. Exclamation points are being well overused. Yeah. Um, then my bigger one, we were in New York the other day. People that eat at chain restaurants over great local restaurants. There's so many great local restaurants in our country, and people go to like, I'm not going to name all of them, but you can do the math. There's a chain restaurant, but then there's mom and pop restaurants right down the street, but you go to the chain restaurant. All right. Those are my three.
3: Seton O'Connor, your grievances yeah. for 2019.
7: My number one vocal grievance is vocal fry. We absolutely need to stop vocal fry right now. Cosine. Wait, what's vocal fry? When people talk like this. They oh, have this little... Nice. Or like they'll start the sentence strong, but then end it like this.
3: Oh, so they start out with something like this, and then again. I really can't... Uh, I, I love that band. That's one of the best And it's
7: especially... There. It's happening... It's extremely strong in podcasting right now, where people... Uh, there's a certain formula that's very popular in podcasting that everyone is copying now, and uh, it's tremendously successful. But everybody, when they're really emphasizing how important something <laughs> is, they do it like this. Okay, That's driving me insane. Well, I mean, we need to outlaw it from the studio. Okay. Um, tagging uh, posts on social media is something that you did last night with about last night. You need to stop that need to stop doing that. Okay, I, I, it happens a lot. It's like every single social media post is like, instead of being like, hey, we had fun last night. It's about last night. That's driving me nuts. Okay. Um, I think that's all I have. Okay. Well,
4: only
3: two grievances. Two? All right.
4: Yeah. McLovin? <laughs> I kind of misunderstood this. I, I did pure sports. Okay. I too think. many timeouts in the NBA is my number one. And by the way, that's life, too. Okay. You know, that Today's probably would have made a lot more sense with this <laughs> do we do How many does each team get? 16 to 35? I've never seen that. Uh, also, that they change the rules halfway through the NFL season, depending on what Tom Brady says on social media. Wow. NFL
3: officiating drives you crazy. Okay. Todd, grievances?
5: Yeah, I missed the assignment, too. I thought the grievances were about specific to the show and our experiences. <laughs> See, that's I mean, the bank. Sure. I don't know if everybody got afraid at the last minute. It no, went that's off the board
3: what or or thought I thought was going to Okay, let's go. Everyone got afraid. All right. What you, uh, what you, what you
5: so I, I did two about just the experiences here and then one side one because I felt like I totally screwed up the center. Everyone having a better attitude toward mock headlines and holiday sports news. <laughs> was my first one. You've had that for the past 10 years. I really have. Everyone goes into it with a very negative attitude. I feel like it's an uphill battle before I've even said word one. That's so funny.
3: Is it us? Yes. Or is it everybody has a negative attitude towards your mock deadline?
5: Specifically the four of you.
3: It's, it's So it's not based off you. It's not your lack of uh, humor.
5: No, I think the humor is there, and social media, I think the average person is waiting for taking your lead, and based on everyone's reaction here well, as far as the other three Dennett and, and you, then they kind of go with it. Oh, it's Bash shift time. I'll get in on that. Or, oh, they like it. I guess maybe I like it too. Mm. I believe that.
3: Would you like to have the audience then vote on your mock headlines?
5: They could, and on the on Friday. Just to
3: take it out of my hands, and you know that way the Danettes aren't involved. Then you could get a, a you know true feeling we what could. the nation thinks about you. And we mock could try
5: line. that Friday, because uh, God willing, if, if you all let me do it, maybe we would do the uh, mm, Christmassy Christmas. uh, holiday. My only plan.
3: knock on your mock headlines are from or your 1956. Names. I know.
5: You have them from the 80s. I can't help that the coolest names I've fit are from you know. No, no, yesterday. you're just lazy.
3: Is it laziness? We we've heard it all before. That's why I don't laugh. I've heard all these names. Yes, did. Who did we just have on the show?
5: Rudolph Red Kyle Rudolph, the Kyle Rudolph.
7: Hello. Yeah. That was obviously booked because it's Christmas time. All right. You
3: got another one?
5: Uh, the other one was not that I dressed great to begin with, but what about Sweatpants Friday? I'm okay with that. Cool with sweatpants? I'm, I'm, sweatpants? I'm, I'm okay with flannel Friday, too. I've been feeling guilty about it. I've wanted to wear sweatpants. When's the last time? I don't
3: criticize you know, what you, you never,
5: And you could. And My other one had nothing to do with anything. Organic outlier and deep dive. Can we stop using those words in 2020? Okay. <laughs> outlier is a good one. Yeah. Deep dive. Ugh.
3: Narrative. Optics. Yeah, they got to stop Anything else? That's about it. Todd McShay's got a mock draft out. Does he really think two is going in the top five?
0: During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and help support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show and happy holidays from all of us at podcast one
1: napa know how. now at napa get a free chase elliott racing hat with any 25 dollars purchase set of brakes that'll cover it new battery hat worthy replacing an air filter then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks chase approved so get what you need and a free chase elliott hat quality parts helpful people that's napa know how,
5: napa
2: know how.
1: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends
2: 3:31:20. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from DC and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today.